It's the Pinky the Pig Show. <laughs> okay, it's me. It's Pinky the Pig. It's time for the Pinky the Pig Show. And I'm here with my excellent friend, Mildred the Moo Cow. Hi, Pinky. How's Pinky? I'm wonderful. How's Mildred? I'm wonderful. What would you like to talk about, Pinky? You know, I'm going to say you pick. <laughs> How'd you know I knew? I know you knew I know. Well, Pinky, today we celebrate a very famous scientist, his birthday. He was born on this day, March 30th, 1811, Robert Bunsen. Oh, sure, he's a famous chemistry science laboratory. Labo, how do you say that word? Laboratory. Laboratory. You're having trouble with it. Yeah, it's spelled L-A-B-O-R-A-T-O-R-Y. It's not laboratory. It's laboratory. No, that's still a bit of a struggle. Laboratory. Laboratory. It has the word labor in it because you're working in the science laboratory. It still sounds goofy. Yeah, sorry. It's the best I can do. I think I've said it wrong my whole life, and now I'm fixing it. Perhaps. But he's born in Germany, right? That's right. And he actually discovered and invented many, many things. But this is what he's most known for. And what it is, it's a flame. Yeah, the Bunsen burner. Yeah, he has a tube, and there's like this metal thing on the bottom and a little hole, and the gas comes out, and then it goes up the tube, and then it's got this swivel thing on it. You can adjust the air, and then you get the flame. Exactly. That's well said. And that flame changes color as you give it, you can make it cleaner, because if you just burn the gas coming out the tube, it's orange because that's the carbon particles that get very hot and they show up orange as they burn off. But if you mix it with the air by swiveling the nozzle at the bottom, now it's cleaner and it's almost a clear flame. Right. And then you put things in the flame and it tells you what's in the things that you put in the flame because then things are going to burn off and the light Colors are going to show in the flame, and then you can determine which particles and elements you're looking at because of the colors. That's right, Pinky. The, if you put lithium in that flame, you'll see a rose-red flame because, and then you can determine it has lithium. Potassium shows a lilac flame, so it changes color. Now, we're working with this clear flame because we've added the air to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and you'll get an orange flame from sodium. And that's what the glass blowers use when they're, they, they put their glass in that flame and it, the orange comes off from the salt in the glass. Right. So when you put the glass in the flame and the orange salt comes off, now... The glass gets all soft and you can move it around and stretch it and do stuff. Absolutely. 
but it, it's all about the colors in the flame. Yeah. Because as you put things in that flame, things burn off and now it becomes sterilized. And they use the Bunsen burner to this day to sterilize equipment. Yeah, that burns the stuff away. Right, and it's all about the colors that come off to determine what it is. The colors become the fingerprint for different elements, and that's how new elements are discovered. And he discovered in 1860, and in 1861, he and another fellow chemist, they discovered cesium, and they discovered rubidium. Yeah, okay, good. Pinky. Yeah, good. Right, and Robert Bunsen, very, very famous for other inventions and discoveries as he was involved in studying the wavelengths of sunlight. Yeah, the rainbow. So he was able to find advanced discoveries and how now those colors show up in the elements. Mm-hmm. Right, but he's most famous for, he designed the Bunsen burner. His uh, mechanic person he worked with side-by-side, Peter DeSaga, he physically built it. And that was in 1856, the very first laboratory burner. Yeah. But uh, other people had different versions earlier. Oh, yeah. Did he patent it? No, he did not. He did not wish to make money off it. He just wanted it to be part of the laboratory. Laboratory. Thank you. But just a brilliant man. He went through school so fast and university, and he got his doctor, his PhD in chemistry, very young. And by age 22, he was working in the university as a chemistry lecturer. But he actually did not get a salary. Oh, he's working for no money? Yeah, well, I get that one. Right. And, but he was allowed to use the laboratories of the university for research. Ah. And he, he discovered an antidote to arsenic poisoning. Wow. Because he was able to come up with a solution that changed the composition of the arsenic, and it changed it, and, and then it became harmless. Yeah, an antidote. Right, and in fact, many years later, nine years later, he had an explosion in his laboratory, and it took out his right eye. It blinded him. He became blind? Yes, in his right eye. And there was arsenic involved in the explosion. And now, not only did it blind him, now he, be, he received arsenic poisoning because it got into his head through his eye. And even though he was blind in one eye, his life was threatened by the arsenic. And he was saved by his own antidote, which he discovered nine years prior. That's a story. It's real. Yeah. And he also invented the zinc carbon battery because before that, they only had zinc platinum batteries. Oh, that's pricey. 
Right now, he switched out the platinum and figured out he could do it with carbon, much less expensive. So this opened many doors for other researchers and other inventors. Yeah, what a guy. Right? And he also discovered how natural geysers work. Well, the geysers, they shoot up the water out of the earth because it's super hot water under the ground, and then it builds up to pressure and it boils and have a geyser. Right? But he was the one that figured that out. He stood there on the edge very bravely of the geyser and dropped down instruments and was able to determine that that, that was why, how they work. Wow, he's really brave and smart and confident. Absolutely. But once again, his claim to fame is the Bunsen burner. Yeah, it's a remarkable piece of equipment that he invented in 1856, and we still use it today And because you, we can manipulate the fire in the flame has different temperatures in it in different places. And so now you can heat things precisely and figure stuff out. Right. And we can actually control the flame itself. Okay. That's very interesting, Mildred. Thank you. Do we have a, a quote from Mr. Robert Bunsen? We do, Pinky. Just this one. And I'm going to, there's a word in here uh, we want to um, explain. The word is acquisition. Acquisition. That's when you acquire something, when you get something. Very good. And Robert said, Working is beautiful and rewarding, but acquisition of wealth for its own sake is disgusting. Wow. Yeah, wealth, that's the money. That makes you think. Yes. And we say thank you to Robert Bunsen, who lived to be 88 years old. Nice. Okay, we'll talk tomorrow, okay? Okay. I love you. I love you.